I know I tend to talk a lot about brothers stay on your purpose, but I've actually been getting other messages at the same time from other people. I've been told that I'm like so laser focused on this that I need to actually consider multitasking. Yeah. So I've been doing just that, going out on some dates here and there. Uh, um, actually, one that's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, is it? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I got what you mean. That's all. That's all you gotta say. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's yeah so yeah, making progress man hey man i'm happy for you honestly truly me too yo it's going well and remember what i told you that sometimes that right woman can come while you're in motion and yes. technically you're in motion right yes. now bro like you said you're so laser focused that you're not even really looking to your left or your right but clearly there's somebody to your left or to your right right now that's with you they're not trying to slow you down it seems like they want to keep at that same pace that you're going so i mean i already called it the children the marriage God. <laughs> hold on oh, wait a minute <laughs> listen Three dates in. All okay. right. That, that's it. We're not. We're thinking about future. Hey, I we get it. About future. I, I get <laughs> it. I understand that. What's the point? Impact. 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 In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. My muscle tough is the hustle. The numbers is just that. <laughs> and I'ma keep winning and sit back. I love the feeling of killing them with that. Attacking the process, tackling topics, master synopsis. That's the residual impact, yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, Brandon Geo. And your man, Michael Moore. And, and we, we are, are the Residual, residual impact, impact Podcast. podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And apply to the community. Let's grow. Yeah, man. It's already written. It's already done. Yeah. Thank you for not blocking my blessings at the first <laughs> hey, event. Man, and I appreciate you for coming to the second I'm event, even though you left early. Just it's trying all to do good. what I gotta do, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, I I Deja, the way you put it, it was like, you know, you took the bottle and you was like, hey, Ooh. here you go. Accept my gift. <laughs> mm. It's true. Like, mm. this man didn't show up. And I'm I'm yeah. not blaming you for nothing. You got called in no, the work. It is what it is. But if you were there, we probably wouldn't even, you, you wouldn't even know. We could have been in a whole different like space. Like I could have been like, yo, let's come over here instead. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's a bunch of things that could have put into place just to not make that happen. So that goes back to what you were saying earlier days of like, hey. I feel like, like I'm going to be real. I feel like if she was intended for you, what would have ended up happening was even if y'all had met up like that night, you would have met her somewhere else. And as y'all were talking about maybe the week or something like that, she would have said, oh, yeah, I went to a podcast. And you're going to be like, wait, I went to that same podcast. Where were you? Oh, I was just in a couple tables from you. I thought, wait a minute. And it's like, it's you. there's no way you're going to stop what God has intended for that you. That is true. Yeah, so even if you making a decision and God tells you, hey, I think you need to go by yourself and you linked up with him or somebody else, you're you're there's no way you're gonna stop it he's just gonna find a different way to put it in your face and be like son i said <laughs> i said i don't think you're hearing me i said <laughs> wow. yeah so yeah that's interesting you're just making me think that's i think that's actually very true well, so it's like no matter what what's for you is gonna find you there's yeah. no there's no way that you can mess things up and i love that about him like there's no way you can separate yourself and say okay like it's just going unless you're completely living out of self-righteousness like i'm gonna make everything happen for myself then yeah you can mess everything up like because <laughs> you're not trying to take anything he's trying to give you you're just trying to do you 
but I think when you're trying to listen to what it is he's trying to say, you're trying to move in on his blessings and what he's giving you, there's no way that you can miss it unless you're literally saying, no, I don't want this. Mm. But it doesn't make any sense to turn him down when he's trying to give you something that's going to help you. Yeah, true. So, wow. Yeah. Hey, you pretty wise. Yeah. <laughs> I think I say that, yo. You pretty wise, yo. Hey, first things first. Give it up for Deja, ladies and gentlemen. Like that's great right there because she is, she is, and like yo, like how we were joking before we cut the cameras on about uh-huh. how somebody might end up with with, with a with a old you know with a old nigga. Yeah, that makes sense hey, though. Now, I mean, you think about it, like. Her mentality is 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 different than a lot of people yeah. that we knew when we were that age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, in general, just for women, like the way you speak about how you know, when it comes to looking for a man, how he ain't got to have it all together, but he still needs to have a plan. Like yeah. I think that's actually very important because, I mean, it's on the build that makes everything like really solid. It's not when you find a man at the peak. It's like no, nah, it's like. Is he on a come up? Like, what is he? What does he have in place? That's right. important too. So, yeah. and like how you say, if he even if he doesn't have everything in, you know, what he wants to do now, it's like, okay, are you striving for something? Do you want right. to know? Are you asking God, yo, what is my purpose? That in itself shows, like, okay, I can work with you, right? And I don't think a lot of women admit that. So, yeah. or they're talking about it at least. It's all about, you know, the material or the yeah physical. I think a lot. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot. I'm some women are looking for men to be established already. They don't want to grow. Yeah, they, they want just the finished want, product. Yeah, they yeah. just want you to be complete and take me. Like, here's all that I have to offer. I already see what you have to offer. Mm. But I think this. I, I'm a product of my parents and the way that they operate. We work, <laughs> so I'm not. I can't be a trophy wife. I cannot be a wife at home that just sits there and does nothing. I want to contribute. I want to, you know bring something to the table. I tell everybody that likes to listen to me have these conversations. Um, I feel like God has me single right now and he's working with me right now so that when I do meet the person I'm intended to be with, I can present everything to him like a report card. Like, Mm. look what I did. Look what I got for us. Look what I have going on. Like, (laughs) like this is for us. Like, it's not even, this is what I have. What do you have? It's Look what we have. Like, I made this for us. Mm. Now, what did you do before you met me? And let's put it together. And then let's make something from what we have together. Like, mm. I'm so big on growth. I love, uh, like, I could talk about this forever. I Oh, my God. This is all I talk about with my friends. But that growth and just let's build on top of what we have. But before we can even build on top of what we have, what's your foundation? That's why I said the formula is simple. Build your relationship with God first. If your relationship with God is first, then when I come, I don't mind being second to that. I can't be second to anything else, but I don't mind being second to that. And I think in that sense, you're operating from what God's telling you to do. So if I may be feeling off one day, I'm being led. You're mm, This was another thing. And I feel like because I'm single um, and I have to do this by myself, this is the reason why I am the way I am. But for the longest time, I had such a problem with men being the head of the household or being the leader mm, when I feel like every man around me is um, he's not showing leadership capabilities. He's falling quick to temptation. He's falling quick to, you know, certain things that don't make any sense. Like he knows it doesn't make any sense. And you just do things because you can. And it, that's not smart. <laughs> and I feel like for me, 
when I can see clearly, this doesn't make any sense. When I can see this isn't the right path to go down because I can see the the results. I take leadership easily, like easily. Since I was young, that was, I mean, I'm the oldest, like easily. I've always been the leader, um, always being the one that I have to show up for everybody. I have to make sure that everybody's okay. And I feel like if I'm supposed to fall back and let a man lead, oh, you better come with more than me because I'm going to hold you to a certain expectation at least of for what I have for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. It's great. It makes you a better person because you can come average, but I require more from you. And you shouldn't shy away from being better. You should want to be better. So I feel like um, I haven't met that person yet that <laughs> makes me feel like, okay, yeah, you can – be the leader you make me feel comfortable what's it called soft girl era something mm. like that i honestly think something like soft that. girl era or whatever they call it is a phase mm-hmm. because an era has in, in my opinion or at least if you look at the definition an era has an ending it has it, there's a time period associated with that mm-hmm. so <clears throat> i don't know I, I get what you're saying i understand you know where, where you're going or what you're asking regarding like you know, women who do want to live a soft life. I guess, I guess, soft, soft girl life or soft life would be better associated with it versus an era. Because I think an era is more so like, yeah. oh, this is only temporary. You going, you gonna see me being soft at this moment, but watch out because I may switch up on you at a certain point, and you ain't gonna realize it because my era is over, and I know that. But do you know that? No, no, it's gonna hit you where it counts. I think that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> only because, only because when I think about who I am and how I am. He can be the leader and he can be the head of the household, but you're going to hear my opinion. And I don't want that to translate to, oh, because he's a leader, what he says goes. Like, that's cute. Like, you know, men wear the pants. That's cute. But for me, (laughs) I feel like I don't care what it is that you do at the end of the day. You need to value my opinion. You need to value what I'm saying and take that into consideration. Now, if you've done that, and we can both come together and say, okay, yeah, your opinion is better. Yeah, I can move with that. But if I'm telling you, I foresee that this is going to happen, and you're telling me, well, we're going to do it my way, and then I end up right, oh, <laughs> good luck. Because I told you, I've seen it happen. Now, there's times where I'm wrong, but when I'm wrong, I know the likelihood of me being wrong. And I know that's going to sound so superficial. Like, women can never be wrong. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, because you and I have had not, that conversation yeah, we before. we had that conversation. And I can apologize. But the times where I'm wrong, I or the times where I'm like, I don't feel comfortable or know for an absolute fact, 99.9% of the time is going to come out the way that I think it's going to be, I let him take those. I would let him take that because I don't foresee how the future is going to take this situation. So take it the best way you feel like, and I'm going to roll with you. Whatever happens, we learn something. Hey, but if I'm telling you, I know for a fact, this is not something that we need to do together. And you're like, Oh, we going to go through it together. And I'm like, whoa, 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 partner. No, no, we're not. We aren't. You can do, you can do what you want to do. But if I foresee it's going to hurt me in the end, no, like we're not. No. And in that sense, that is when I would start to take on my leadership again because you're not going to hurt me in the process of doing what you want to do. That's that's not that's not teamwork. And I feel like in saying that, just because I'm saying the way that we're going about it may create harm for me, it's not saying he has to do it my way either. We can compromise, but I I just I just strongly feel like if I'm telling you 
it's going to come out like this. There's a reason I'm saying it's going to come out like this. I'm not one of those girls that are like, um, I feel insecure about this, so I really don't want us to go, and I'm going to come up with any reason. No, if we go at this time, at this location, for this whatever party, and this typically tends to be the block where it gets shot up, and they just said the other day that the person just got shot, and he's going to come back for revenge. Why are we going tonight? Like, there's no there's no. Or why reason. are we going at all? Right. Like, I just, I feel like in those cases, there's no need to argue with me about the decision. You hear the facts and what I'm saying. Now, if you want to risk your life, I don't recommend it. But if you want to go and then come back and say, honey, you were right. There was a shootout. I'm so ha- I'm, I'm so sad that I went. I mean, I'm happy you came back home, but I'm angry at the fact that I could have lost you to something because you didn't want to hear what I'm saying. And those are those cases where I feel like having the right person with you, like, I'm going to try my best, but you can't force nobody. And that's what we were talking yeah. about. You can't force anybody to do anything. So if you're dead bent on going to that party and you want to play shoot 'em up, then play shoot 'em up. But you're not going to risk my life. Because you don't want to hear the spirit. I heard the spirit a lot of clear. He said, don't go. And I didn't go. <laughs> and I feel that. Like, you should always value your your partner's input. Yeah. Now, me as a man, you know, I do believe there is a, a divine order to things, right, in, in mm-hmm. a household. And, of course, under God, there should be the husband and then the wife and then the children. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to be the type of brother who's like, oh, well, I am the head of this household and what I say goes, Mm-mm. I'm not going to be that type of person because I don't, I don't believe in that. Like I, I will always va- value my wife's opinions, value my wife's input. But at the same time, I am trusting in her to believe that as the leader of the household, as the head of the household, that You're she's going to yeah allow me to make the right decision or trust in me or have faith in me to make the right decision even after listening to her input. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm human. I'm not always going to be right. She's human. She's not always going to be right. But at the same time, we need to value each other and we need to trust in each other. And that's how things need to work as a unit. When when a couple comes together and they get married and they, they join as one, they become a unit and they run things, they run their family. Mm-hmm. That's how things should go. And I think that comes from seeing their actions, too. I don't think that's just something you can just say like... Um, yeah, okay, I'll take what you say into consideration. I think you have to have a certain form of trust that even after you heard me, what's your value system? Like, um, it doesn't have to necessarily be what my what my wife or my girlfriend says goes, so I do what she tells me to do. But you value how I feel. If we have children, you value your children's lives, how they're going to be impacted. If we do what it is that you want us to do as an ending result of what may potentially be you know, push towards you, meaning what does it weigh out to mean? Is it worth risking or do I value this more? And I don't know if I necessarily portray that appropriately to say, okay, well, I don't value my family as much as what I want to do. But I think your actions will build that comfortability in your wife falling back and saying, I know you're going to make the best decision regardless of what I'm saying, but I do want you to hear what I have to say to contribute that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the step that, I'm working in right now where I'm meeting people and I'm like, I don't trust you at all. <laughs> yeah. But it's just because of the way that they think and their actions. And it's like, I, I could not put my trust into you. I don't want to ride with you. I want to be the one to drive. Like, <laughs> I no, at all. Bruh. I just may be hanging around the wrong kind of people. I think that's probably another thing that God is showing me <laughs> that I need to change my circle. <laughs> it's hey, just hard to find like genuine sometimes. people. That's true. 
it's like everybody I know is out of state. <laughs> but like we talked about before, like what's meant for you is going to be for you. So if you if you are supposed to be around the gen- those genuine people, no matter what, whether it's distance in between y'all or, you know, age in between y'all, y'all are going to meet. Y'all are going to link up. Yeah. Y'all are going to, you know, spend time with each other. We have phones. We have FaceTime. We mm-hmm. have whatever the case, you know, whatever means of technology that we have out here for us to communicate with one another and make things work you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so don't let that stop you yeah change the circle elevate you know you're the type of person who wear like like mike said you you are very wise especially you know because we're not really used to hearing stuff like that from from our generation or even technically you're a generation under us i think but (laughs) that's besides the point i'm right behind y'all yeah right right that's besides the point like you are very wise and you know you you speak a lot of facts and again if these mics weren't so expensive i would say go ahead and drop that because you are dropping keys but um you should definitely write a book that's all i will say well i have one in the the mix it's not it's not necessarily in regards to this but just creative writing and yeah i'm i'm pro just do what you love turn your hobbies into money like entrepreneurship i love it just do what makes you happy i don't feel like we're all meant to work that nine to five or whatever shift you work that's a fact (laughs) i strongly feel like we're entitled to certain treasures and i think steve harvey said it um he was um he was talking about something but he was basically saying you know he prayed for certain acres of land and certain like oh, yeah. certain things like that. You know that video? Yeah, oh, it's so yeah, good. Man, Mike yeah. just watches Steve Harvey, man. Do, he, he definitely follows Steve. Bro, you dropping too much knowledge, bro. I have to. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I was reading something one day and I said, man, how much land is on earth? So I looked it up. It's a little over 36 billion acres of land on earth. At the time, it was between five and six billion people on earth. It's a little over eight billion now. So I did a little, little hood math. I said to myself, if it's 36 billion acres of land and it's six billion people, just to me, everybody ought to have six acres of land. It was a scripture my mom used to tell me about all the time. She'd say, you have not because you ask not. So guess what I started asking for? Six acres of land. Just wanted six. So I messed around and got my first piece of money. I got me a check for about 115000 So first thing I did, went to Dallas, Texas, said, I'm going to buy me some land. I found a piece of land I thought it was perfect. Had a fishing lake at the end of it because I love to fish. I said, man, this piece I'm gonna buy right here. Let me talk to somebody. I was with a real estate agent. I said, how much is this? He says, 250,000. I can't afford this. I said, I got about 115. He said, I don't think you're gonna be able to get it for that, but I'll make a call. So he called the guy. The guy said he would take 115 now and I could pay him the rest later. And before I did it, I said, hey man, let me ask you something. How much land is that? He said, oh, that's six acres. It was six acres. I got ready to sign it up. The real estate agent said, Mr. Harvey, before you sign that, I want you to think about it. I want to show you something else. So he took me over to this dude's house. 
I never met this guy. He came outside, he's a hillbilly. He's just country. You know, I was a little nervous. Me and hillbillies don't really, we don't, we don't normally work that good together. His name was uh, Jerry Campbell. Uh, turned out to be one of the nicest men I ever met. I misjudged the man. He talked to me, he said, I don't show you something. And I go over there and I couldn't believe it, man. It had rolling hills on it. It had four lakes on it, fishing ponds. I said, man, look at this right here. How many acres is this, man? He said, 16 acres. I said, man, I can't afford nothing like that. He said, well, hold on, I'm in a tide right now. How much you got? I said, well, I was gonna do this other piece of land. I got 115, I'm gonna pay now. And if you give me a year to pay out the rest of it, I, I could buy it from you like that. He said, tomorrow morning, if you bring me a $115,000 check, I'm gonna give you this land. So I got the 16 acres of land the next day. So I said, wow, that's how it worked. You have not, cause you ask not. I asked for six. Soon as I was gonna buy the six, he put some grace on it. Next thing you know, I got 16 for the same money. So I got to thinking, I got a couple partners in Cleveland that's locked up. They not getting out of prison. So I asked God, could I had a six? They not getting out. They got six coming. Hey Lord, can I have a six? So you know what he did? Some land opened up next to it. I bought 18 more acres. I bought it. And when his friend went to jail, he said, well, God, can I get his acre of land? It took me out. <laughs> it took me out. Um, but yeah, like, I just feel like we're, we have certain things promised to us. And I think, you know, working for somebody else, it'll, it'll bring in the income to get you started. But it's, you're not meant to stay there. I think right. you're meant to build on whatever else something else somebody else has created and you know as you're figuring that out or you're creating something new it's either one of the two um but you know I feel like I'm big on that because I think you know when people are talking about their passions and I really like this it's like well let's get started like have you looked at this have you checked this out just you know I have one, one friend he's thinking about doing a dealership and it's a really big big um idea it's a really big shot you know especially because he's starting with something so small but mm -hmm. that's where it starts you can't shy away from the bigger picture when you're looking at what it takes to build up to mm -hmm. the bigger picture so yeah i'm just pro pro entrepreneurship as know? are we and that's that's something big because we were all meant for something greater whether you believe it or not Thanks. We weren't meant to just work for somebody else for the rest of our lives. Like I've seen too many cases of people retiring mm -hmm. and, and then not being able to live their lives. Like literally um, my vet, my, you know, my, my previous veterinarian, like I have two dogs, but my previous vet that I would take my dogs to, he had literally just retired mm. and that man just passed away. Wow. Yeah. I'm so he, he was, a, he was an older gentleman. Um, you know, like before I ended up with two dogs, you know, he would definitely see, you know, my oldest dog and just recently retired, probably like sometime last year, maybe. And and then next thing you know, I just got word he just passed away recently. So mm -hmm. 
It's like that man didn't even get to enjoy his retirement. Mm -hmm. We are not meant to do life at these jobs, bro. We are not. And I, family members, I know family members who have done the same thing. And, and it's just crazy. Like, I don't understand how some people are just so focused on jobs, 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 jobs. Like, the only mm -hmm. way in life is with a job. The only way in life is working for somebody else and stuff like that, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. And you can't see anything beyond that. I'm not trying to work until I'm in my 60s just to retire and potentially live mm -hmm. till I'm like 70-something. That's, that's the, the average lifespan right now is in your 70s. 75 years. That's how much time you get if you're lucky. 75 years, 75 winters, 75 springtimes, 75 summers, and 75 autumns. When you look at it like that, it's not a lot of time, is it? Don't waste them. Get your head out of the rat race and forget about the superficial things that preoccupy your existence and get back to what's important now. Right now, this very second. And I'm not saying drop everything and let the world come to a grinding halt. I'm saying that you can become a seeker. You can be loving more, you can be taking some chances, you can be living more, you can be spending more time with your family, you can be getting in touch with the part of you that lives instead of fears, the part of you that loves instead of hates. That's crazy. Why would I want to work till I'm in my 60s just to pass away a few years later and I didn't even get to enjoy my retirement? That makes no sense to me. That's why it's important to lock in now. So stop chasing. Lock in now. Use the time that you have right now to the best of your ability. And then when you set up those fundamental steps mm -hmm. to go ahead and secure that security, you don't need to worry about being 70 and only have seven. I only have several kids left to enjoy this. And I have mm. a lifetime. I'm <sighs> still young. I'm still Lord. in my prime. I'm still, you know, I'm, you know, your back ain't even started hurting yet. Like you feeling good. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's all purposeful, but it depends on what system you want to follow under. Do you want something easy where you can work a nine to five and, you know, try to make it work with your weekly or biweekly check? Or do you want to take the hard road right now, be disciplined, you know, save the money that you need, the money that you would spend on going to the clubs, the money that you would spend on other women, the money that you would spend on fast food that's making you fat, the money that you would spend <laughs> on, you know, stuff that's unnecessary, that's shortening your lifespan or whatever the circumstances may be. Right. You can put that towards what you're really trying to build. And if God said yes, then you're already doing what it is that you need to do to prevail. And then you can live the life that you're saying that you want so bad. You can live the life that you're telling your homies, oh, yeah, next year this is going to be different. I'm really going to be on this. You can actually live that. Otherwise, you're going to be like everybody else on January 1st talking about, I'm going to go get a gym membership, man. New year, like, new me. Yeah. Like, no, you're Bruh. not. <laughs> right? Stop the cap. Yeah, just, no. Out here capping for no reason, man. And then next thing you know, they stop going to the gym in February. Mm -hmm. If that. Mm -hmm. If you even want to get the membership. Hey, but speaking of entrepreneurship, for real, though, like, let's get back to this book. What, what are you working on right now, Deja? Yes. So I have something hopefully coming out in September. Um, title is still pending, so I, didn't want to, I don't even want to put that out there. But basically, <laughs> basically, it's a book that consists of short stories, and it's going to be your twisted, it's not necessarily horror, but your twisted scenarios. So if anybody likes The Office, or basically things where people are 
asking for certain things and the literal circumstance happens, that's basically what it's going to consist of. Um, Black Mirror is another good example. If you like oh, Office, man. Black Mirror. What? That's my yes. show, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is, no, no. Hey, no need to apologize. That is exactly what it's going to consist of. Um, it's a bunch of stuff you haven't, you won't, when you read it, you're going to be like, how did she think about this i can't even put snippets out i've been hearing things from certain people they want to get the goodies and i literally can't because i haven't secured certain certain things down so they can be stolen and i can't do that (laughs) understood but but the people i have shared it with um as their review it's definitely something you've never heard of before you will definitely be like the same girl that was just spitting like stuff she was just wise like why is her muscle twisted (laughs) That's I promise that's that's gonna be a reaction. Um, but planning on dropping in September, definitely stay tuned. Um, and there's plenty of other works as well. So if you're not a reader, I'm definitely hitting the films as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, y'all stay tuned in with me. Yeah. I will ask you this though for some of the people because I know we talked about it off camera, but for those who probably inspire to write a book one day, how would you recommend somebody start or what should they do? What should they be <laughs> looking for? So on and so forth. I will tell you the same thing that my mother had told me every time I would stop writing. Um, pull out a computer, pull out a piece of paper and a pencil and write just Mm. it doesn't even have to be towards what it is that you're actually trying to write as long as you're writing every day those thoughts that you get oh maybe this would be a good book write those down I promise you you will forget them within 30 minutes to an hour so write those down and then just write just free write um and once you get into that comfortability of okay now my mind my creativity is flowing um as a creative writer, do not let anybody box you into an understanding or an idea. Um, it's your world. You can create anything and everything. So write, just free write. After free writing, create a draft of what it is that you actually want to work at. It's not going to look the same as you're finalized. Don't try to make it perfect. Um, so I'm going to take it back to schooling. You don't <laughs> have to make it perfect. Just turn it in. <laughs> um, so make your draft. After making your draft and you kind of get your idea out there you've already created that blueprint and in creating that blueprint you just keep fixing keep tweaking keep revising you're going to end up getting your final result and in the final result result if you don't like it then you can keep tweaking it but ultimately you have something to present and then you just put it out there one thing I'm also going to say um, I struggle with this as well remember that this is your passion you're not doing it i mean you're doing it for the money but you're not doing it for the money so right. you feel me how i kind of gave the different no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> i mean hey, that's no. what we do like, this, like this. Yeah. Yeah. Us. yeah like if this you, is our passion and we're not in it just for the funds but we understand that the yeah. money will come yeah, yeah. so Bars. do it because you love it don't do it because i gotta get the money because you just you i'm gonna be real with y'all you're unknown right now but when you keep putting it out there, you keep networking, you keep talking to people that have that interest in that field that you're doing, you will become known. So if you don't see the money right now, don't become discouraged. Just because you don't see it six months from now, don't become discouraged. At the end of the day, that's something you love. So do what you love and the money will follow that. Yep. So, yeah, that would be my tips. And then, you know, obviously, you know, y'all can hit me up if you got questions. I'm more than happy to talk to you. Hey, so speaking of, let, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah. Where, where can they find you at? Yes, of course, of course. So, um, I'm only on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. So, 
it's only really one one location. Um, but you can hit me up at Usai. So it's O U U period S Y. And I know it sounds weird, but it's it's that's my middle name. So it's like ooh, and then it's like my the first two letters of my middle name. And it's my middle name is nice, so don't clown me. Um, but that's my Instagram. So if you have any questions, you have any concerns, or you just want to, you know drop some feedback on the conversation i love talking to people so you know hit me that's dope yeah it is unless you're with the foolishness then don't do, do not hit me <laughs> i will i will delete and block <laughs> with a quickness <laughs> i'm with my piece <laughs> please we we can dig that because uh we've had conversations on the show before about uh dms and you know, people sliding in oh, DMs yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. And so does I mean, is that the same for you? Like, I mean, I know as far as females, y'all get DMs like on a regular basis. So like I mean I can only imagine what Deja's DMs be looking like <laughs> for real. No, for me, I don't I feel like the people that text me, they're more direct because what I post on my story is what I'm looking for. So I feel like when people are hitting me, it's in alignment of, or they're trying to be in alignment of what is what I said that I want. I've had a couple people just like, A, and they didn't even spell A right. It was like, <laughs> what they, what they do? E, Y. <laughs> and I'm like, Bruh. as a writer, I'm like, oh no. I didn't even open it. But there's certain people that'll come. Um, it's funny, he's gonna know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> one guy that hit me and I rip my first conversation was I got this I got that I got this and I got this too and I was kind of looking I'm like why do you feel like you have to tell me everything that you have right now like like I'm a gold digger like I gotta know that you got two houses one apartment three cars like I don't need to know I, I'm, I don't want all of that from you I'm just I just want a conversation yeah. <laughs> I just want to get to know you <laughs> yo it's crazy that you bring that up though but it's like from what I've noticed, and this is not not you know from you or, or any woman that's close to me, but I've noticed there's a bunch of women out there, especially in Atlanta. Let's keep it a stack. It's true, especially in Atlanta that they they do they want that. And we yeah. talked about yeah. uh, some women out there. They just want the finished product. They don't want to have to build with a man. They this is what I have. This is what I expect you to have. And if you gotta yeah. have this. But they're seeing the value in the things versus the value in the yeah. person. That's yeah. the problem. And I'm not saying that what they're doing is correct. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's and, and it's something that, you know, that just clicks on in their head and, and other people, especially probably older women that they look up to, are telling them this is what mm -hmm. you should expect, you know, from from men in your generation or from men that you or that are trying to, you know, get at you or try yeah. to court you or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. This is what you need to ask from them. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many women out there making videos, especially on TikTok. Lord have mercy. So many women <laughs> out there, they just constantly, constantly like pouring their hearts out on TikTok. Yeah. But then you'll also have a lot of other women on TikTok that are just like just spewing some BS, man. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, if you want a man to do this for you and that for you and that for you, you have to require this, this, that, that, and that from him. So to, to that brother who slid in your DMs and led with what it is that he has, he's probably used to dealing with that from other women yeah. and didn't know that that's not what you're on. Mm -hmm. Which was a conversation we had to have. But yeah. I also kind of knew, like, talking to him, that he God didn't say yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're cool. Like, you, there, yeah. there's a lot of cool people out there. That's not the problem. It's just I feel like 
that's you being led with your feelings where you meet people that are like different from everybody else and then you feel like oh because you're different oh yeah you the one for me yeah. no that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. what that means yeah. but maybe that we're supposed to have a friendship or maybe just be business partners or whatever you know see but that's discernment though that definitely comes through like trial sometimes or just like god like really depositing something in you that you can see because a lot of people don't think like that like they're like oh man like you say i'm attracted to you just because you're attracted to somebody does not necessarily mean that attraction means for a relationship it could just mean for something that y'all supposed to build on or that person it's some benefit there that god wants to bring out of that relationship so that definitely is a a discernment thing right there and sometimes it's just teaching that you don't have to sleep with everybody like (laughs) sometimes it's can i put this person with you and you guys have so much in common but you trust me that this isn't the person for you Mm. and some people are like oh god like this is the person for me and it's like no it's not the person for you i need you to hear me Mm. i just need this person to be with you because they're going to take you so far they're going to meet they're going to introduce you to certain people so i need you to be with this person but not like that and i need you to trust me that i got something good coming for you so i think um don't trust in self trust in what god has to say and um yeah you're i i truly agree with you i think it's important (laughs) that um you don't you don't get in the way of yourself let let God lead you. That's the, that's something a lot of people. That's a tough one, though. Personally, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you want to, you know, you want to feel like you're the one that's in control and I'm making the right decision. But sometimes you do have to put faith in him and say, okay, even though I can't see everything right now, you have my best intentions. And I have to trust that. So even though she is bad and she is trying to help me and I think this is the person for me. I don't have that confirmation that, and even with that, just because you don't have that confirmation right now, doesn't mean she's not the one. It just means you may not be ready right now. So there's so many, what ifs that you don't even need to focus on. If you don't even know for a fact, God is telling you, you need to be focusing on that. So if you got to question it, that ain't it right now. Like don't, don't, don't try to focus on all that. Just focus on what you do know. And until you know anything else, Focus on what you do know. <laughs> it just makes things simpler. It does. Um, there's no confusion to it. You're not you're not stressed out. It's just not for you in that moment. And you'll know because then your desires will start catering to that person. Um, not lustful desires, but like what you have that you're working towards right. or your maybe your living circumstances or whatever. Just, you know. Never know. God works in mysterious ways. He does. He does he? <laughs> yeah, for real. He does. Takes you know. a lot of patience. Yeah. Yes. Damn, you just said a lot. You don't even know. <laughs> like you speaking to me for real. Like you don't even know, but you you're speaking to me, yo. I'm serious. Okay, come on. Wow. Come on. Huh. Again, I don't think I've ever seen Mike speechless like Bro, that. You like, know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all are making my day because I was really nervous when I was coming up here. I was like, and I, I told I you not to be. Nervous. I told you not to be nervous. <laughs> I was like, I hope I have something I can contribute to the conversation. No. Listen, for your first podcast appearance ever, like this has been a great one. You yes. know what I'm saying? You have definitely contributed a lot yes. to the to the conversation, a lot to the show. Hopefully, you know, you guys, the viewers out there, and you guys, the listeners out there, have really taken away some gems from this episode because a lot was said. But at the same time, we don't want you to just listen to what's said or or hear what's said. We want you to actually apply certain things or apply whatever 
um, is beneficial to you. Yeah. Right. And apply that to your life and, and see how things go, because there's always a lesson involved. And in whatever it is that we talk about on this show, we didn't want to just have a platform just because we wanted to make money. No, yeah, man. we created a platform in order to teach certain life lessons, especially to a lot of young men. But in, uh, you know, along the ride, along the journey, we've noticed that a lot of women actually tune into us, too. So I can't say that this is strictly for the fellas because, you know, this goes both ways. Yeah, that's true. So. You know, take with that what you will. Um, this has definitely been an amazing conversation. And Deja, we appreciate you for <laughs> yeah. stopping by Thank you and contributing so much. Because you definitely, I think you gave a different look as far as uh, just the mindset of women and showing that all women don't think the same and they don't operate the same and move I'm the same. So happy we could take that. <laughs> that is, I'm serious. I'm so tired of talking to hurt men that are like, no, all women are the same. And I'm like, well, you just have a conversation with me. Listen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> They're not all the same. I promise you just because you, you, I mean, not you specifically, but as men, wherever you are, that's whatever phase you are in your life. Just like how whoever you met at that time, whatever female you met at that time, she was wherever she was at that time. She may change. She may not. But that teaches you, okay, my preference or where I'm looking is wrong. Like that's, that's just the end of it. And Mm -hmm. if you keep meeting the same women that have the same mentality, buddy, you're looking in the wrong place. It's not their fault. You're looking in the wrong place. Don't shop at Kroger anymore. Go to Publix. Like it's just, just that's what you go to Whole Foods. You know, just (laughs) shop in a whole different environment. Um, and you'll watch how that changes you and watch how they change your mentality. And maybe then you might outgrow, outgrow that and you look for something else. So it's just, you know, nobody's nobody's the same. And don't let, you know, hurt from 5, 10, 15 women change or push you away from being who you are. One thing I hate seeing is when men interact with other women and then they become cold hearted. They just hate there's so much hate living in their hearts they don't they don't trust anything they don't want to talk about anything you don't feel like you can be emotionally you know vulnerable other people and to an extent I get it you do need to have a safe place where you can talk to people and you know they're not going to judge you but I don't think you allow interactions with other people to completely turn you away from who God designed you to be your character your care the way you you converse with other people like he made you that way for a reason. Don't turn away because somebody else, mm. you know, might have abused that or, you know, took advantage of that. And and for the people that feel like, oh, well, I'm the nice guy. I'm tired of being the nice guy. I'm tired of giving so much away. I talked to somebody about this, and I think it's just a perspective. If you are a nice guy, be a nice guy. Stop trying to expect that if I'm a nice guy, I got to get something back from you. Because at that moment in time, you're not being a nice guy for you. You're being a nice guy because you're looking for instant gratification. Be who you are supposed to be. And in being who you're supposed to be, if that means you're a nice guy, you're caring, you talk to the people, you give when you want to give, you go and buy women flowers if you like them, you go and you take them out on dates, you you pay for them. If that's who you are, then you do that. And then you be reserved in certain ways. So, for example, um, you see a bad... um, female excuse me you see a bad female or whatever um she may not be showing signs that she has an interest in you but you have an interest in her maybe don't take her out on a date because you know how you're trying to you know get at her you know how you feel about her but if you like her and you are genuinely a nice person buy her flowers if you want to buy flowers or you know 
kick it with her after work if you want to kick it with her after work. Still do what you would want to do, but don't invest yourself into the point where now you're hurt by your actions because, like I said, you're looking for instant gratification or your actions are because you want something from somebody else. That's not you being a good person. That's you trying to do something to get something from somebody else. Mm -hmm. So if it resides in you, let that be who you are. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody change that. Um, I'm really big on that, too. I I hate seeing people (laughs) get cold-hearted from being hurt. Right. It takes Um, so long to heal (laughs) from that. (laughs) Tell me about it because I I can honestly relate to that in the sense of I was that guy at one point. I was Mm -hmm. the type of brother to where, you know, I would always say, oh, nice guys finish last or, like, nice guys always get screwed over type stuff, whatever. And then, you know, I was told not to change who I am just because somebody screwed me over in the worst way I could possibly think of, continue being myself and the right person will respect that. The right person will cherish that. The right person will be like, yo, this is so different from anything else that I've experienced. They're going to be attracted to me because of who I am as a person and not just because I decided to turn into a savage after being, you know, messed over or screwed over. And, you know, now I'm attracting women who only want savages. And how long can I keep up that savage life persona? You know what I'm saying? Because that's not me. You know, I can be a savage at times and I get that, but that's not me full time. That's not who I am. And it's crazy that you mentioned that again, because we were talking about (laughs) baddies and I kid you not. When we had a conversation on our very first date, I'm not putting no names out there, obviously, but you gave me an idea. (laughs) I will just refer to her for the rest of the episode as my baddie. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll put it out there like that. But when uh, when I took my baddie out for the first date, um. And I asked her, it was like, I know that sounds so funny. It does. I, it does. I, I listen, I, I don't have any other nicknames on the Your spot, lady. but y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, my lady, but That's your girl. As, for right, listen, listen. Shoot a, you let me let me finish my, bad, my, my bad, point. My bad, my bad. All right. I'm trying to get let her me finish. I'm just saying He's trying all to right. run from it a little bit. I ain't running from nothing. I'm just trying to make a point. All right, all right, my it. point he is. We went on our first date and we were talking and it was like, you know, okay, well, what made you say yes to come out on a date with me? And she was like, you were nice. Point blank. You were nice. Now, imagine if I was that savage Mm a-hole that I, you know, might have been portraying myself as being at one point in my life. I would not be here where we are today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that is a lesson to the fellas out there. For those of y'all who have been screwed over, you don't necessarily have to change to be a savage. Yeah, you you got to change in some kind of way. You got to improve yourself. You got to work on yourself. You got to better yourself somehow. But don't just be cold-hearted to the next woman that comes along because you never know. That next woman could be who is the, the type of woman who is going to really make an impact on your life, who is really going to help get you to where you want to go, who is really going to be besides you no matter what. And you don't want to push her away just because you're being a jerk, just because one, for lack of better words, one uh, heifer screwed you <laughs> over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you don't want to do that to somebody. Like, um, how does the saying go? Don't bleed on the person who, cut, who, who didn't cut you. Mm, dang. Right? That's a good one. Don't bleed on the person who didn't cut you. I can steal that. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I didn't come up with that. <laughs> That was something I heard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't bleed on the person who did not cut you. Mm. There's no need for that. Take the time. (laughs) That was was a good one, right? It was good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, that was some wisdom, bro. (laughs) It's all good. Um, But but for real, though, like, take that time to heal after getting cut by whoever cut you. Take that time to heal. 
Take that time to improve. Take that time to better yourself. Go read some books. Go hit the gym. Go improve your finances, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, heal. And once you are healed, once you take that time to improve yourself, you never know. The next woman might just be for you. Maybe they, what if they don't know they're broken? <sighs> then I would honestly say, make sure that you surround yourself with people that can hold the mirror up to you with no problem. Yeah. Like, surround yourself with people who have no problems holding the mirror up to you and be like, listen, we see that you're messed up. We see that you got issues. You need to do something about it. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I think to an extent, it also requires self-reflection. Um, I think you do. No, I think it just gets to a point where you don't care and then you care. Mm. I think you can see, okay, I'm hurting, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm scared, I'm uncomfortable, I'm nervous. You know you feel that way. And if you do what it takes, you know, as you look into yourself and you figure out where that all roots from, that self-work then turns into, okay, I do have a problem and I need to figure this out. I think, um, I don't know who told me this, but I I feel bad because I can't even give him credit, but it was brilliant. Who you have around you is so important because you can have friends, but I'm so big on titles because everything has a meaning. Mm -hmm. If you have friends by you, those people need to be doing better than you and or you know, at least maintaining some kind of status that you're aiming to work at as well. In doing that, they will check you when you're wrong, when you're mm. off, when you're not acting as though what you're aiming to be. So um, when you're um, when you're talking to these people and they're looking at you and they're like, oh, yeah, no, man, like, you're good. Like, she was really bugging. Did, you know, they're validating how you're feeling. You're not going to grow. And those aren't real people. People that make you feel good are not um, necessarily always considered friends because they may just be yes men. They may just be people that are telling you what they think you might want to hear because they're scared to hurt your feelings. They're scared to be real with you. And what you need is the truth. What you need is somebody to let you know, hey, man, like, yeah, she did do wrong, but you're not acting right either. And I can tell you're not acting right because you're not even acting right around us. You mad at us. Like what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you do need to have a um, self-governing system where you can check yourself and see, okay, this is my normal. I'm below normal. What's going on? But if for whatever reason to your question, they can't even identify that you need to surround yourself with other people that know you're normal and they can call you out Ooh, on your BS. They know you're like, normal. They will call you out on your BS. Like, not even a, oh, well, you know, maybe it, it might sound good or I think, you know. No, like, dude, let's step over to the side. We ain't even going to talk about it in front of everybody, but what's going on? Because you're bugging. Like, you're bugging, and I need to let you know you're bugging. So let's talk about it. And that does come with being vulnerable, so you don't yeah. feel like you can be vulnerable with your friends. You don't have any side partner, but you don't. So you're going to find somebody you can actually be real in depth with. Like, I got a problem. I need some help. Let's figure it out. And then, you know, make sure they're solution-oriented. Or y'all need to sit down and pray. There's solutions out there. Um, or y'all can catch the friendly fade. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case <laughs> real may quick, be. Like, whatever you got to do. Hey, let's throw some gloves on real quick. And, get it out. You know what get saying? it out. Get or it hit out. the court so y'all ain't got to yeah. hit each other. Yeah. You know, you or you hit the field if you're a football yeah. player. Whatever you need to hit. Whatever you need to do to give you clarity so that you can talk about what's going on so that you can fix it. Um, and and. I love that analogy you said about bleeding on people because that's not 
hurt people hurt others. And if you can't see that you're hurting people, that's a problem. And if people around you can see you're hurting other people and they're not saying anything, that's, a problem. that's also that's a, a, problem. Problem. a problem. So you need to check the people that you consider friends. Um, because oh, I'm going to give my credit to my dad because he definitely told me this one. You're not, you're not going to have plenty of friends. So if you got like a group of 10, 11, 12, 15 um, those may just be a, a mix of intermix of associates and some friends. Yeah. Um, but your friends are going to be the ones that check you when you need to know, like what's going on for real. They're going to hold you accountable. So if you saying, Oh, I just did four or five days in a row at the gym. I want to have a cheat day. Nah, partner, you need to get back up in the gym. What will we doing a cheat day for? Like that's what got you there in the first place. You need mm. people that are going to hold you accountable. You need Can friends. Can I have a rest day? You can, a a rest rest. you can have a rest day. You can have rest days. But sure. if on your rest day you enjoying some cake and some wings at a ten piece at that, that's that's not a rest day. <laughs> I go harder Bruh. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. That's not a rest day. <laughs> um, but those are the kind of relationships that you need around you that um, they're gonna be real. They're going yeah. to you know. You may not always like them all the time, but at the end of the day, they told you what you needed to hear and they're making you a better person. And another thing, they're not going to have you um, around other people or in other situations or scenarios that don't cater to your goal. If you're befriending people that like to be at the club at the time, you have the wrong group of friends. You need friends around you that are like every time they hang you up. Hey, yo, like how's so-and-so going? Um, Say you're a writer. You're in the music. You. Like, whatever, you're in the study. Hey, oh, you got your studying in for today? I bet you're trying to hit the clip. Uh, not the clip. Bruh. I kept. You're trying to hit the, uh, you're trying to hit the court after this um, or whatever. Like, and, and y'all have, oh, my God, I, I seen one YouTube video. It was so good. It was a man talking about um, he would have a meeting with his friends. So, assuming everybody listening to the podcast, yeah. men or women, I'm going to just put it like that. Um you are looking to grow in your finances and you got a group of people with you, like your friends are trying to deal with this too. And a great way to hold each other accountable, have a set time um, in your schedule, whether you hit each other up in the morning or you hit each other up at night, but it's a set time every single day. And when you're hitting them up, y'all call and you say, this is what I'm going to do today. And at the end of the day or the following day, you guys hold each other accountable. So when you get on the phone the following day, hey, yo, did you get this done, this done, and this done? No, I wasn't able to get this done, but I got this done and this done. All right, cool. Why weren't we able to get that other one done? Mm-hmm. And so throughout the day, y'all are checking on each other. Hey, yo, you got this done? Hey, yo, you got this done? All right, good. We on, we on track. We on track. And that way you're growing with your friends and the way you're supposed to. Not, oh, well, when I get the time, I'm hitting you up because I'm trying to go to the club and I didn't handle my priorities. You got that so messed up. Like you need to make sure that – um, you're instilling whatever system you want into making sure that you achieve what it is that you're trying to get. I had it on my wall for the longest time, um, and I'll have to find it. But basically, it was talking about how your your goals, the ending goal is, you know, broken down from a thought and a step and all of that. It, it takes a day-to-day, a day-to-day's work. So if you're spending today, tomorrow, the day after that, the following week, the week after that, and you're cheaping out on yourself, but you're talking about, oh, well, I'm going to get this done and I'm going to do this. Your words are cheap and your actions are cheaper. You're not doing anything. But right. if you're spending every day holding yourself accountable, you're talking about you're going to grow with your friends. Y'all going to have the, you know, the Corvettes and, you know, we all going to have different colors and and all that good stuff then y'all need to be doing that today like y'all need to be working it how am i gonna get this today 
how much does the car that I want cost? Okay, that means by the end of this week, I need to figure out how to make this amount. So by the end of the month, I have this amount. So by the end of the year, I have this amount. And then hopefully by this date, you want to give yourself a date so you can foresee when you're going to have it. Put a date on I it. can go ahead and get it done. You need to be zoning in and focus. There's no room. There's no need for other people because at the end of the day, when you're so zoned, zoomed in, it's I got to get this. Y'all need to tap into y'all hustle mentality for the people that are like watching this with popcorn in your hands and you just like, yeah, this is some good stuff. Put it down and you really need to implement this as well. Tap in, zoom in. Now is the time to get started. Don't you, you don't even need to wait for January 1st. Start today. So next year you can look back and say, this is what I got done. And that's something you can celebrate. Even if you didn't get everything done, something was completed. And, um, Steve Harvey, yeah. <laughs> he has said create um, a wish, not a wish list, but Vision a dream board. board. Oh, I love dream boards. Yep. Make a list. I believe he said of 100 things that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in doing that, after a year, I believe he said pass, watch what you can scratch off of that list. I can promise you right now, anybody and everybody listening, you're not doing nothing from now until the end of the year. You're not gonna have nothing scratched off that wish list, and it's just gonna be it's it's literally just gonna be words talk, just you know, and you're gonna be upset because you didn't achieve anything. So we need to go ahead and set the date for today, right now, and go ahead and get started right. making those daily goals. Okay, today I'm gonna get this done and get this done. So now you can foresee in a month. Okay, I was able to go ahead and get, you know, this around. So I'll I'll use for me for example for writing. Um, I can write, I can draft, I can try to create something. Um, in a month's time frame, I have a good solid draft. I have something that I know I need to just tweak on because I am also a perfectionist. So I also prefer to, you know, before I put anything out, there's no errors. And technically that's impossible, but, you know, well, I'm going to try my best. <laughs> and so for me, okay, I can use a month to try to create a draft. After that, um, that next month, something needs to be put out, like, even if it's not, if even if it's a fake final, and some there's, that's more than enough time to have something completed. So I feel like um, people tend to overstep or give yourself too much leeway and time. You want to make sure you're doing as much as you can every single day to cater towards that. Even on the days when you don't feel like you want to do something, mm-hmm. um, you still need to be working towards it. It doesn't have to be as hard, um, but you still need to be doing something where you're contributing to your overall goal. Right. You need to make sure that you are being consistent and yeah. being consistent looks like even when you don't feel like it, you're doing it. And that's with anything, yeah. like, no matter what. Like yeah. I was listening to a different podcast and they were talking about how, you know, how they got to where it is that they are today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Poor Minds. Um, definitely, we, we talked about them before, and I've actually, like I said, met one of the hosts of Poor Minds. Shout out to Lex P. And they were talking about just consistency. Like, you, so many people ask them how it is that they've got to where they are. You know, they're, they're a part of 85 South Network. They're, they're doing, you know, big things. They're, they're on tour, and they're finishing their tour up in Atlanta. So we should be at that show when they come and uh, – do their live show in December. And um, they were talking about just consistency. Like, you you got to keep putting stuff out. You got to keep putting in the work. Um, I know we've talked before, Mike. You never know who was watching. Yes, sir. Even if you have six episodes out versus where we're at doing 60 plus, like, you never know who's watching. So even if we were sitting at six episodes, somebody might have seen us and be like, yo, these brothers are putting in work. They're doing something. They're going in a certain direction. And if they don't quit, we might as well go ahead and put them on our network. That's real talk. Hey, you never know. No, seriously. 
I mean, just like you, that was an example of when I sent you a picture of that guy who reached out to me. I don't know who he was from a can of paint. Brother, right. brother reached out to me saying, "Hey, uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a live taping. I, I wanted to see if you would come on and be a guest. I don't know who this brother is, but clearly he has saw something of me that I wasn't even paying attention to that he saw value in, and I think that's what's happening. Just the fact that you're here being a guest." It's like, man, you see something valuable that we're doing. Or, I mean, I know you said you saw it from, like, the start. But, yeah. you know what I mean? Just just that in itself, it shows. So, I think that's big. I like that. I love it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is a definite lesson that you can take out of all the lessons that we have given Bro, you guys today. What? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so many all the, here. There's one. <laughs> Look, you could have been There's on that another, button all day, you know what bro. Saying? Like I could have just day, bro. been pressing the button because clips like, gonna go crazy on this one. Yeah, <laughs> we probably gonna have the most clips out of this episode than Seriously. any other episode. Um, so hey, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have enjoyed this one. It has been a great one, Deja. Thank you so thank much. You, for thank you, thank you, yeah. It's been a pleasure to have you here. We definitely got to do this again. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. I love hanging with y'all. Hey, hey we yeah. appreciate, appreciate that. that. Yeah, comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we that's not the first time we've heard that. That is not the first time we've heard that. that. So we we love that. Seriously, man. Ladies, if y'all want to come on the show, hey, we we apparently make y'all feel comfortable. So your mind. come yes. through. Yeah, let's chop it up. And uh anything else you have to say before we close out, Deja? Just um just mm-mm. what can we how about this? <laughs> then what can we expect? Because I'm a guard speaking into existence. What can we expect next from you next time you come on the show? Boom. I'll have a date for you for the book. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll have a, a date for you for the book. And I will hopefully have another interesting conversation to contribute. Okay. More gems. Okay. And hopefully checks. Hey. <laughs> we like that. Yes, sir. We yeah. like checks. Yes, sir. <laughs> we like gems. Yeah. I, I bet you the people heard you now, so they're gonna hold you accountable. As so are we. So All that's right. a fact. And yeah. I can't hear y'all goals, but I hope y'all holding yourselves accountable. I'm holding you accountable. Um, I know you may feel like I'm. I don't know you from a grain of salt, but <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm eyes on you. Like, yeah, I'm holding y'all accountable from today, today, definitely <laughs> to 27th. Yes, <laughs> holding you accountable. So, hey, with that being said, Mike, do you have anything else to instill in the people? I don't, man. All right, bet. Well, then you know we cannot leave without saying where you are today. It's a residual outcome. Are the thoughts you had in the past. Yes, sir. Ooh, I like that. Hey. So, <laughs> that's B. I think you came with that, right? Well, I heard it from somebody else. But, yeah, that's something we've been incorporating since day one. So. Yeah, man. We take credit for it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> it's ours. It's we ours. came up with it. We said it. So, yes. hey, till next time. For another episode of Residual Impact. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace. Bye.